Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Janita Stanton. We have Reginald Perriman, Shaka Williams. We are Tasari, and this is a There's Something About Real Estate podcast where we talk all things real estate. And we got Mr. Rowe from Flint, who is the professional licensed realtor, wholesaler, investor, just was telling us some good things that he has in the road works. And I'm going to ask you to give us a much better um, introduction into who you are. All right. Well, thank you for welcoming me on the show. Um, my name is Roma Murphy. I go by Ro. Um, I'm an identical twin. That's why it's also shortened just for Ro, or you call me twin. Um, my twin lives in uh, Texas. He recently moved this week um, from Flint. So uh, he moved down to Houston. He also does the wholesaling side of things. Um, I guess we uh, got a couple restaurants in Flint who we're partnering with as well. Um, it's called Crazy Legs, and I've been a realtor since uh, 2015. Cool. How yeah. long have you been investing? Um, I've been investing since 2015 as well. I started okay. investing before um, I actually had my license. Oh, sweet. Um, and the way, the way I came about that was um, my grandmother, she couldn't keep up with the property taxes on her home. Okay. And I was like, you know, my brothers and I, we was like, well, we'll just take care of it for you since, you know. Sweet. It's the house paid for, so we keep up with the taxes a couple thousand dollars, you know, a month. Yeah. Well, not a month, a year, yeah. Oh, that was cool. We just talked about that. Yeah, we said grandma's house. (laughs) Yeah, she's had the house for 48 years. Right. So it's also a lot longer than I'm even old. Right. So um, definitely want to keep it inside of the family. Right. uh, So you still have it? Yes, yes, we still have it. Yeah, don't plan on getting rid of it at all. That's amazing. Is that in Flint? Uh, It's in Mount Morris, um, right on the outskirts of Flint. All right. Okay. So yeah, school is about Mount Morris too. Yeah. 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 Mount Morris is uh, located right outside of Flint. All right. So if you were to kind of think about it, it would be more or less like uh, Highland Park or um, hmm, I'm trying to think of something that's like right on the right outskirts, Ferndale. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's right. very close. They, mm-hmm. they touch, but is that right where people outskirts. leave Flint and go to, or is that just it's just at one point, it was. Okay. Um, because it was all new development that was over there, but this is about <clears throat> 30 years ago. And so people left Flint and started flooding out to Mount Morris. Um, this is also a little bit around the time when GM started leaving Flint. And so they started going directly to there um, because they still had a plant that was right there on the outskirts. Okay. So, I mean, I'm going to be, like, super intrigued about this because I'm one of the people, so I'm an investor, and then I do a lot of shopping for buyers, but sometimes Flint pops up and I just be, you know, flipping and clicking and looking at the real estate, and I don't know anything about it, and I'm always like, man, you know, some there are beautiful properties and land out that way. Right, right. So a lot of people, when they actually started moving to Flint, it was back in the early 1900s. It was because of the Crown Victorian homes that was being built there. And so that made a lot of people actually come there because of the infrastructure was um, state of the art at the time. Charles Stuart Mott um, is the the person who laid out the foundation for uh, Flint. When it comes to the streets, when it comes to the sewage, um, all that, he laid out how Flint would be. And to tie it back around, um, everyone knows about the water crisis. Right. So now we're going to have a state-of-the-art infrastructure 
you know, that's going to be a focal point for the rest of America because everyone else is now starting to have corroded pipes and, yeah. and lead inside of their water as well. So we're going to be a test of ground and a focal point for the rest of America. Wow, that's that's deep. Yeah. He wrote a like history. Man, how you know the history like this, man? Well, um, I read a book called The Bronze Pillar um, by Rhonda Sanders. And um, she dated it from when Flint was first plotted to all the way to 95. The book is no longer in circulation. And right. she also worked for the Flint Journal. But they ran her out of this from the news. She's okay. still within the city but they ran her out in the news because it's too much vital information that she's giving okay. within that book from how it was actually built to also how it spills out around the rest of America. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because Charles Stewart Mott, he had a big influence on that. Um, he's also the co-owner of General Motors, the right. largest shareholder there. Even to this date, his family still owns pretty much all of that. Right. Um, even when it comes to um, Mott, applesauce and so forth, their family is also connected directly towards mm -hmm. that. Um, so Flint was actually farmland. Right. And um, then they ended up dividing up the city from there to different sections. It reminds me of, uh, so it sounded like Henry Ford and Dearborn. Yes. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So um, General Motors was founded in Flint and then expanded down to Detroit. Most people don't know that. Wow. Yeah, so we are the vehicle <laughs> city and this is the motor city. Cool. Okay. Yeah. All right, Vehicle yeah. City. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it also started with with, with carriages. Uh, it started with carriages. Okay. And so they started um, making horse carriages and so forth. And then, you know, Fisher Body came into play. They moved everything directly down this way because it's a bigger hub. And so they're able to export, import a lot faster and so forth. Water. Yes. Yeah. Water. yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I want to talk a little bit more about that because you were saying that it's now it's going to be, again, a state-of-the-art infrastructure based on, I'm guessing, the repairs or whatever they did to correct the water crisis. Correct. Do you know, do you have any more information on that and, like, what the infrastructure is or, like, what's been put in place exactly? Yes. Um, so they have replaced about, I'll say, 60 to 70 percent of the pipes. Um, it's not done everywhere throughout the city because, you know, there were delays with COVID and so forth. Um, but for the majority of the part, um, everything has been changed for the most part. There is clean water that's actually being pumped into there. Um, but it's, all, it's still safe at, at this point. Um, I still personally have filters on my home right. um, to make sure that the water is coming out in a, in a, a healthy manner. Um, so it's not harmful for the skin or anything. I don't drink it, um, and I, I still cook with bottled water. Okay. Um, but I don't, you know, um, consume it. Mm -hmm. right. so, so people that are coming into the city that are purchasing homes, so as, a, I guess, an investor, yeah. like what is the biggest concern that you're seeing once you go to resell the property? Okay, uh, well, there's no concerns when it comes to reselling the property. Um, the biggest thing is people just don't have the knowledge on Flint. Right. Um, it's being overshadowed with more negative things than the positive. Right. And so um, there honestly is any hiccups when we come to sell it because once we actually inform them about what's going on inside of Flint, they're more than willing to come inside the city and see exactly what's going on for themselves because uh, the infrastructure is changing. Um, it's new sidewalks that's being put into place. Um, street lights are being put up. 
Um, all our gas lines have been changed throughout the city. So the infrastructure is changing, um, but, you know, people don't see all of that until they actually come inside of Flint. Right. So, but every part of Flint wasn't impacted by the water, right? No. Okay. No. So you do have Flint, which is the actual city, then you have the township right on the outskirts. Right. And so uh, people lump those together because it's Flint City and then it's also Flint Township. Okay. Um, and then it's also a different side um, that pretty much has its own water source. I'll call it the Miller Road Mansions um, because it's nothing but pretty much um, mansions over there. Okay. Um, I forget the name of the subdivision offhand. is Woodside something. Right. Um, but, yeah, they have their own water source. They also have their own patrol and area. Like, yeah, that's an elite area to pretty much live in. Okay. So so somebody from out of state looking, or either from here, just lumping Flint all together, that would be, like, a foolish mistake, right? Right. Right. Because Flint has a lot of pocket areas. Okay. And so you can be secluded over an area still within the city, but you aren't affected by any of the chaos that goes on or anything of that nature. Similar to Detroit yeah. in so many so ways. So I got a lot of pockets. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, think Flint and Detroit are pretty much the same. Detroit is just 10 times bigger. Right. Um, but the economy base is pretty much the same thing. Right. Yeah. Cool. Well, so have you, do you feel like you've been successful as an investor? Because you're, you're continuously investing there, correct? Yes. Um, I've been uh, pretty successful, I would say. Um, because I, I, I know others who aren't as successful, so, (laughs) (laughs) um, but, uh, what keeps me inside of Flint though, is because I have family there and I know that they aren't leaving. So I would do everything in, in my best, you know, ability to, uh, make the conditions a little bit better for those and then though, for them and then those that surround them as well. Um. One thing I did do last year is uh, run for Flint School Board um, just because they have so many properties that's just sitting. Those are assets. Wait, the school board has them? Yes, and the school board owns them. Okay. Yeah, so... So Detroit kind of had that similar... Yeah, and and those can easily be converted into some type of community learning center or either sold off or renovated so that you can actually put kids uh, back into because Flint um, only has one high school right now. Right. Um, it's all, it's been trickled down and um, the city's becoming centralized because, you know, it's about to go through its renaissance phase. Right. And so in order to grow it, you got to shrink it to grow it back up. So that's where the city is now. But um, they have... Uh, I don't want to get the number wrong, but I want to say it is 13 elementaries. I know it's three high schools. Um, that's just sitting there. Right. And all of those can either be sold or renovated in some type of manner so that it's actually uh, useful for the community. Sweet. So y'all yeah. had four high schools at one time. Yes. Right. Yeah. We had Central, Northwestern, right. Southwestern, and uh, Northern. So from an investment standpoint, what are like, what can someone expect for rental rates, like three bedroom, um, you know, thousand square foot home or something like that? What are like some of the rental rates and ranges there? Uh, There has been an increase over this past year. 
uh, when it comes to rental properties. At once, they were renting for probably about six fifty, seven hundred. Right. Um, but recently, it's probably gone up to probably eight fifty, nine hundred. Okay. Um, and then you probably can get a little bit more if you go through Section Eight or whatnot. Um, we do have a couple individuals who ha- are starting to come into the Flint area, and they're doing uh, transition homes. Right. And so um, they're doing it uh, room by room, and they're making a, a lot more money that way. And right. so they're starting to see probably about twelve hundred when it comes to that on on a monthly basis. Okay. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So, yeah, I mean, he spoke about a few things that you know. I think we try to hit on. It's like. What do you look for right. in the area? Like, what are the changes? You kind of mentioned, like, the sidewalks and the streetlights and, like, you know, where they're going in and people are spending money within the community, and they're not spending that money in that community for no reason. Right, right. Uh, <coughs> Asia. Yeah, Asia was on here. She mentioned talking that, about too. That, yeah. So you're, you're saying this is kind of like the ground floor for investors if they want to get in now versus waiting until all the infrastructure is there. Right, right. Yeah, because it's going to shoot up after that. And I always tell people this. It's not too many places in America where you can buy a house for under $100,000. Right. So you might as well look into those areas in which you can get a nice return for your money. Say buy low. Yeah. Buy low, sell high. But so so I I thought about Flint before. I'm from Pontiac, so... But um, what is, like, what's the job situation down there? Okay. Um, Job opportunity is there. I'm I'm sure it's just like any other place in America. But our largest um, industry uh, that actually employs is General Motors. And then secondly is going to be the colleges. So we got Kettering University. And then we also have my community college. And then small branches like MSU, U of M. So the second largest breast outside of Ann Arbor is Flint when it comes to um, U of M. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are starting to come there because of the medical. Okay. And it's also cheaper than being directly down there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, sweet. So you got the colleges and you said, so you got the colleges and GM yeah. are the major employers there. Right, right. So the average person coming to rent a property there, that's more than likely where they're they're more likely to work there. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, and uh, we've been having a lot of uh, out-of-state investors come up and buy property. Right. Um, and I guess it's because it's a lot cheaper than it is out on the West Coast. Right. Um, properties being dollars, you come to Flint and buy 10 of them. Right. You know, 15 of them, so. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, I mean, people that live in the community still need places to live. Right, right. And, you know, all right, do you still see... How is it? How's the neighborhoods changed? Like, is it more full than it has been over the years? Yes. Like on the street. So I moved into one of my rental properties, and um, it's only two that's on the block that's actually rental properties now. Um, everyone else is homeowners, and oh, we got about good. twenty on our block. Okay. Right. So, because I looked at I looked at y'all inventory. So a uh, twenty thirty thousand dollar house in Flint. It's way better than what we're getting in Detroit. Right. Absolutely. Uh, in most cases, the thing is, I don't know the area. I don't know the neighborhoods like that. But just from the looks of it, you get more money. You get more bang for your buck. Right. In front. Right. How would... So, because do you have any properties in Detroit? Um, I don't. Okay. Yeah. I right. will this year, though. Okay. Because <laughs> I want to see how you compare the two. Yeah. So, you've been looking though? Where you been looking at in Detroit? Um... Over by the bailout area, I'm looking to more or less get a condo. 
um, just because I know it'd be safe, my security, right. and so forth. So, what about a co-op? Right. I would <laughs> never. Don't, don't, don't do a co-op. Right. <laughs> no, it's, well, no, co it's just a place as a condo. Okay. Yeah, don't listen to Reggie. We gonna we gonna do a show on co-ops and condos. Yeah. So, Flint, is there any new development as far as housing is concerned? Single family. Or apartment buildings or anything like that? Okay, yes, there definitely is. Um, so last year, they invested $200 million downtown, and they also built up this area called Smith Village. Um, I don't know the total number of units that they okay. put over there, um, but it's all, they built it like row homes. Okay. And so it's all new nice development that's directly down there. Are these rental properties or per or for sale? Yes, they're rental properties. Okay. And okay. so um I have a godmother as well who also used to own that land right there and she was building all single family homes. Okay. Um she ended up getting a dispute with the city um because uh they wanted to put more apartments right there okay. um, instead of single-family single, single family homes. Reason being the dispute came is because she didn't want to create generational renters. Right. She wanted to have people have um, actual homes that they could pass along to their kids and so forth. So that's where the big dispute became between those two. And But I guess the city... Yeah. That's a new term, yeah. I think, that we got on our show right now. <laughs> right. Generational r renters. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because we see it often. It's yeah, thing, it know? is. I mean, yeah. I'm highlighting it because I think that, you know, it's just trying to influence mindset change. Right. right. And I think your your um, godmother was doing a great thing with even considering that. Right. So what did they use to win that argument? Um it's still tied up in litigation oh, in court, and oh, it's, it's been since 2005. Yeah, the long money going to wear you out in litigation yeah. pretty much. Yeah. So, so an investor, new investor coming into Flint, and let's say, what would you recommend budget-wise? Because we get calls in Detroit. Oh, I want to buy a house and bring Detroit back. And then I ask, what's their budget? And they're like, I'm looking at something about ten or 15000 right? So, but a new investor, I'm coming in. I want a solid rental property, um, something that's going to give me a decent return, maybe the eight fifty per month that you mentioned. Uh, what would you say my budget should be and where, what part of Flint would you say I should buy in? Okay, I probably would say you should buy... Um, in the 48503, pretty much towards the west side of the city. Um, that's like off the Ballinger Road, Miller Road area. Um, Pull your maps Street. out. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Court Street. Um, that area right there, you'll get a, a nice bang for your buck. Right. Um, what I'd would say, you say the price would be all in for acquisition and repairs? Um, I probably would say about forty or 50000 Okay, um, and that's about the coming to Flint tomorrow. Correct. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Now, if you are, you know, going off market, um, everyone doesn't know exactly what market value is as of right now, since things have been changing, and so some people still think their homes are worth eight, nine, ten thousand dollars. So, right. Um, you may be lucky to, to get a few people with that number, but for the most part, it, it is changing a little bit. Okay. Um, so you're speaking yes. in terms of home, wholesalers? Correct. Yeah. Correct. No. So you still have the general public that's thinking their home is only worth 10000 They get an offer for ten. they They're happy. 
they're happy. But really, they their home's probably worth thirty or forty. Right. That same home. And okay. so one of the things that happened um, when General Motors left, and then also the land bank took over a lot of homes. Right. Most people were um, asset rich, but broke in a liquidity way. Right. And so. Um, they they still don't know exactly the value of their home just wow. because no one's told them. Um, they aren't receiving any letters in the mail, right. and so they don't know the activity that's going on. <laughs> right. And then, you know, Zillow <laughs> doesn't update anything, really. Right. So they're going off of an old lead, and we were like, you know, that's not what it is currently. Okay. So what... Um Wow. So you said when Jim left, so a lot of people were were just kind of like in the dark, like whatever happened, our houses went to crap as far as values and they never thought twice about it. Right. Okay. Right. Cool. Well, that's interesting. That is. Yep. <clears throat> so we we talked about wholesalers. What What are like some of the realtors doing? Nobody's really putting it out there that these um, were home values were? Yeah. Um, but the the realtors, um, at least in my opinion, the ones that um, I somewhat work with, right. um, the, you make more money from an investment standpoint. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, I mean, of course, we can go out and sell real estate, but it's only like 500 bucks here, you know, right. $1,000, 1500 Yeah, it adds up, you know, over right. time. But if I can do the same deal and I make 15 off of it, or right. you know, ten off of it, then you know that looks a little bit more appealing than okay. So it's more investor friendly than retail, right? Most right, because it's still somewhat of a renters market. Okay, it's, it's slowly making its change so where you can do some flips. Okay, yeah. what? Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was gonna ask you mentioned because when I I did my research before we came on here, I seen some three hundred thousand dollars sales in different pockets. Um, where are some of the neighborhoods or areas that somebody may be spending two or three hundred thousand? Where would they move to? Okay, most likely it's gonna be over in a college culture area. Um, that's uh, right by Mott. Okay. Mott Community College. Um, that's, it's also close to downtown. Okay. And so um, that's where most people are going to, because it's professors and so forth that's actually purchasing those properties. Right. Um, anyone who pretty much works at GM, all of them live on the outskirts of of the city. Okay. Um, so, like, I know my father, he he has his houses out in Swartz Creek. Okay. And, you know, yeah, but he bought his home back in 20. 20- Ten. Oh yeah. 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 So he paid seventy. Yeah, paid seventy for his house. Right. Now it's worth two forty. So okay. it's it's a lot. Different. Downtown Flint. What's yeah. that like? Because you said that's where you know the values are at. So right. I want right. to come to Flint. I'm gonna go downtown. It's pretty much uh, <laughs> cornered already. Uh, so Downtown Development Authority um, has pretty much bought up everything down there, and uh, I'm trying to think of his name right now. I'm having somewhat of a smart brain fart. Um, but he owns a Diplomat Pharmacy. It's going to come back to me. 
Okay. So he also got stuff on the stock market. His public, his company is public. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he partnered with a few other individuals, created right. Downtown Development Authority, and they pretty much bought up everything down there. Is it vibrant? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you go down there and it's not like a ghost town, tumbling weeds. You got people sipping coffee, walking their dogs, running. Yeah, it's definitely different. Um, somewhat like downtown Detroit. You definitely see a total okay. difference. Uh, so y'all got like pet salons? We have the, one. Okay, yeah. so they come in. Oh, they yeah. come in. You got a pet salon. <laughs> yeah. You get the yeah. Starbucks. You've been downtown Ann Arbor? Yes. So I feel yes. like it's like Ann Arbor. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. Somewhere you know Ann Arbor. Arbor. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a co- the college. You got that college is, vibe. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely yeah. a college vibe because yeah. you got you got U of M down there. Right. Um, you also have an extension of Eastern. You have an extension mm-hmm. of MSU. Um, you got an extension of CMU. Um, you got Baker. Um, so okay. all that is downtown. Right. So, um, so most what's of the, the demographic? Ki- what's the demographic for a person moving in there? Or yeah, because you you got all those extensions. So the colleges, and then I know all the EMU students. They not even going to school. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's an inside joke. <laughs> hey, uh, so I guess if I had to put a demographic on it, it's probably about sixty-five, seventy percent black, and then. Everything else is mixed in from there, but uh, yeah, Dang, I That's, thought it was different. Yeah, I would yeah. thought it was. Oh. But I, I had a question. So, uh, what banks are y'all using down there? That's directly downtown. Yeah, or, or no, no, in um, Linden. Okay, because we're talking about Linden Price points. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about. So Huntington is uh, definitely uh, working their magic within the city. Mm-hmm. Um, Team One Credit Union. And then Elga Credit Union mm. and uh, Dort Financial Credit Union. Hmm. Um, they all have their hands Great inside cushion. of the city. Great question. Them all Flint Bank. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was a good question because, I mean, I, you asked it because it's hard to get mortgage companies to do under 50000 right? Mm-hmm. Right. And then some of the banks, they had um, the community reinvestment where they had to come back into certain areas right. and invest. Mm-hmm. And Huntington was big on that, too. But do so people that have um, blemished credit, are they able to get those loans directly through the banks and credit unions? They're able to get them, yes. Um, there may be a coaching process. You know, mm-hmm. to to get it, but yes, yes, your day. I love all his lingo. Day. It's like yeah. it's, it's a coaching process. So like, I'm still in it right now. I'm right. taking notes, like because I deal with you know, and I have to coach a little bit. Yeah. So when you see like when you see Mister come out with them programs and they had them zip codes, they always have Flint mm-hmm. have parked in there because yes. they're like we got to get more homeowners right over right. here. So yeah. mm-hmm. I see them all the time as well. Yeah. Uh, a lot of opportunity zones. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just feel like, and then we're the rest. So I want to talk a little bit. I'm interested in this restaurant, and I'm interested in this chunk. I'm super interested in this trucking company. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right? You yeah. Wait, your restaurant is in Flint and Grand, and Grand Blank. Grand Blank. Yeah. Okay. You're ready and to be your girl close to us soon. <laughs> How our uh, restaurant is, it is called Crazy Legs. Uh, the website is uh, crazylegsmi.com. Okay. Um, so you're able to go on there. But everything in our restaurant is air fried. Okay. So we don't dip anything in grease. Um, we have six signature sauces. Uh, we sell chicken wings, uh, chicken sandwiches, turkey legs, pizzas. Um, it's pretty much the whole nine yards. We do salads, smoothies. So, yeah. Um, and those both in Flint as well as in Grand Blanc. Y'all can sell the four wings? I'm sorry? Y'all can sell the four wings? <laughs> 
the shortest. Yeah, I mean, y'all need gas. to move over the legs. They're going to yeah. be, what you said is called crazy legs. Yeah. It's going to be a, um, like, yeah. <laughs> like, the inflation is crazy. It yeah. definitely is. And then, I mean, we had to figure out a few different things, especially during COVID. Um, it was a shortage of chicken wings. So we had to figure out a different way to um, still be profitable and draw people in. So that's when we started adding different items to uh, the menu. So uh, we specialize in wings and then also loaded fries. Okay. okay. Cool. Yeah. That sounds like that so, sounds like a winner. So it sounds like if someone wants to open a business or invest in real estate, there is a demand there and there's consumers there. Yes. For, that would support it. Most definitely. Right. Okay. I think long I think you could do anything in Flint in my opinion, um as long as you got the right marketing strategy, um and you're willing to think outside the box. Right. The media had us believing, like, oh, the water's bad. Everything is a ghost town. Everybody's moving and abandoning their houses. <laughs> and I'm like, no, nah, that ain't it. It's not it at yeah. all. Yeah. So people, Flint, Flint people, they just stuck it through and made it work. Yeah, because yeah. everybody don't have the resources to move. Right. You know, so right. some people actually have to suck it up and deal with it. Right. And so the people that are there are the ones who actually had to do that. Right. So, But even the people that had the resources, like yourself, it seemed like you just stuck it out. Right. figure it'd get better. Right. My situation was a little different right. only because um, right before the water crosses came out, I moved right back to Flint. Okay. And so I had been gone for nine years um, prior to then. I had lived in Louisiana. That's where I went to college at. Okay. And then I moved over to uh, Dallas. And then from there, I ended up moving to uh, Vegas. This was because of my hospitality um, career. Okay. So it took me to those different places. Okay. So when you moved back to Flint, then a water crisis happened. What was you thinking? Like, damn, I came back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what popped up. I'm like, dang, I came back and now this happened. But then yeah. it also uh, stuck in my head. I'm like, wherever it's tragedy, it's also opportunity. Uh, exactly. That's true. So yep. I was like, why not pick up on some of this inventory right, right. now and, mm-hmm. you know, liquidate a little bit later because uh, my ultimate goal I'm playing Monopoly in real life mm-hmm. and yep. so um, I want to own a hotel I okay. still work in hotels and so that's what I'm looking to do ultimately alright okay. so you got, got some the four houses and now you're going to the hotel <laughs> yeah go to the hotels um, the can we get on these trucks <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I only have uh, one truck and I partner with my brothers um we did that just because we wanted more passive income. We saw um, what the trucking industry was doing during COVID and how it's a shortage of 150,000 drivers. So that's making rates go up with everything, you know, because um, it's not so many drivers in order to move freight. Right. So um, why not be on the other end of that getting the freight money? So that's how I looked at it. And then also I have a cousin that live in Texas who has two trucks. And he was like, we'll help you through the process with it, you know. Right. I'm like, okay, it's a, a, a done deal and because I have somebody here who's able to help me. The pandemic helped a little bit because I call it the pandemic. Yeah. yeah so sure uh, that helped Look. a little bit. Right. And, uh, so <laughs> with a little bit extra cash, was able to throw it over to that side and, you know, have cool. that work yourself out. We got the pandemic. Flint got their own, they got all their own names. Yeah. Chatty, Chatty and yes. uh, what else? What does that mean? A lot of them. Uh, Chatty mean uh, like you whack. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Are you chatty? <laughs> yeah. Did y'all all have all y'all names on the chrome on the side of y'all car? <laughs> <laughs> no, Greek. some people did. Uh, I or, bet they like did. Greek. Yeah, shine it up good rolling through the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, all right, what have we learned today, guys, it, before we wrap this up? Need to get down there to Flint. Yes. If you buy and hold, I think. I don't know about the. So, yeah, buy and hold or invest in. Um, I have partners um, that I work with um, throughout the city in pretty much every facet. Right. And so, if you're looking for something, yeah, feel free to reach out. Okay. And uh, I'd definitely be able to point you in the right direction, whether it's someone on my team or someone I work with personally. Um, I definitely be able to connect you. Because you get, you connected with quite a few wholesalers too that yes. that send you stuff because they have no clue about Flint. Correct, and correct. Like, yeah, yeah. Good yeah I get that. stuff across my desk all the time about Flint. I'd be like, it's well outside of my, you know, expertise. Yeah. So he was working with uh, E E yeah. Friday. Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. yeah. He yeah, reached out guy. often. Yeah, him and yeah. I did a few deals together, and uh, I tell him if if I don't have anyone on my end, I'll pick it up from you. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a win-win. True. Yeah. Okay. So it's a good time. Shaka is saying to go and buy and hold. I'm right. seeing some flip opportunities based on what I'm seeing on the MLS. Like you said, the yeah. higher sale prices are, are shooting up. If you are a flipper. So like for me, if we can, I love the under $100,000 all in personally. Yeah. Um, You know, so I saw some stuff there and... I get, you know what? I did have a question. Yeah. In terms of, um, like, a stigma that you would like to publicly denounce, you know, like, people are saying this about Flint is just not true, mm-hmm. or maybe it has drastically changed. Like, what is that? Um, the biggest thing uh, that people know Flint for is the water. And mm-hmm. then second, it would be for violence. Um, everywhere is not. Um, bad in the city of Flint. And so um, I would just, uh, the biggest thing, I think people would just need to come see for themselves uh, how Flint is. Um, It's not all bad. You can definitely uh, have a good time down there going downtown. Um, It's a college scene, so you're able to turn up, mingle, and so forth. And then also with the water, um, the water has changed a lot. And so um, they have different treatments um, that they've been doing with the water um, and doing different chemicals with testing and so forth. But make a long story short, um, the water's okay. Right. Yeah. Um, The pipes um, have been changed pretty much throughout the city. Um, I actually have a few pictures um, from when they were changing outside of our property. And so um, I was actually able to see that they did come in and, and do it. So, it, not just saying it. Right. You know, Reggie's going to add some of them to the comments. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a good show. Yeah. I got a question real quick, though. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. If you come in, so Janita said under 100. I think we need to be right at around 100, a little bit over 100, right? It's like at one, I'm just saying, uh, lenders don't like to lend under 100. So, where would you go? 
And that I'm not talking about banks. I'm talking about um, private money lenders. Like car money lenders yeah. that do like a 75 right. minimum. Yeah. And you still got enough room, ARV, to make a good profit. Right. So okay. if you came down there with about 125 to 150 all in, where would you be at? Um, like as far as in the city-wise? Yeah. Um, you probably would be a little bit. In the Mount Morris area, okay, um, because that still goes over to the uh, 48504. Um, so, like the Hamity area, that's the high school I went to. That area um, is very stable; it doesn't move much. Um, but the homes um, over there are probably about forty years old, but they're all in very good condition. Okay. However, if you did go over there and renovate something or bought some land that's over there, I'm sure you could see. North of you know the hundred thousands, right. almost crossing into the twos. Okay. Um, I will also say maybe um, in a four eight five zero three, um, you can get some areas right there off of Ballinger Road and a Miller Road area, traveling into over closer to the Powers High School area. Right. Um, and it's crazy how they did that. Uh, so they moved Powers from actually in the, it was in the hood, mm-hmm. um, but Powers is the Catholic private school. Oh, wow. And so um, they moved it over to the difference over by Kettering University. They also created another street over there. They also redid the highway right there. Mm. Wow. So, <laughs> and so that you don't have to go directly into the city. You can just touch it and mm. get out. Right. So is it, they still call it Flint Powers? Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah, but it's right on the outskirts. Mm, right. Yeah. It touches we moving it. and we taking our freeway with us. Mm. Yeah. Basically, yeah. we taking the streetways <laughs> and everything. Yeah, and that touched 48507. Um, 48507 touches up the Grand Blank. And so that's, as you start getting further and further out, it's okay. more and more nice. And Money Row, what did you call it? Money Miller Row? Miller Row Mansion. Miller Row, okay, yeah. cool. All right. All right. Everybody, get your maps. You heard it. Um, Rose going to tell us where to find them at. Yeah, Instagram. Instagram, um, Facebook, Instagram email, is, uh, telephone number. Yeah, my Instagram is <laughs> Rota Realtor. Um, and it's Ro.Realtor. Um, let's see. Um, my Inst- uh, Not my Instagram, but Facebook. My, you on Facebook still? Yeah, Facebook is Roman Murphy. It's R-O-E-M-O-N. Uh, M-U-R-P-H-Y. Um, right. I'm not related to Eddie at all. Okay. Um, and then my email address is roman.dvp at gmail.com. Um, I'm always on any one of those. You can reach me. My phone number is 810-516-8376. Feel free to give me a call or shoot me a text. Um, and I definitely, you know, answer any question that you may have. Cool. All right, cool. So if you're going to Flint, you got to check in with Ro. He ain't give out his MySpace because that's private. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody don't get the MySpace. (laughs) (laughs)